0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, some more. We're going to talk some tech sports, talk some cowboys, talk a little bit of tech basketball, and then I'll give you my latest review of Star Trek Discovery. I'm going to give a little bit of a rant about the center seat um, documentary, and we'll end with a little bit of wrestling talk. So, let's, let's start with uh, Tech football. Tech football ended the regular season this week. Um, they lost to Baylor. Uh, pretty close game. Um, you know, unfortunately, our kicker did miss a field goal. Um, you know, unfortunately, that happens sometimes. You know, he made a 62-yarder, uh, beat Iowa State. And um, there there were other plays that Tech could have made to, to, to win that game and not shoot themselves in the foot, but... They did, um, I honestly expected them to lose by quite a bit to Baylor today, but um you know there 's a lot of good pieces to this football team. I think Donovan Smith is going to be a good quarterback, um, you know I think we 've got some other good pieces. I think the biggest issue, and you know Joey McGuire is addressing it through re- the recruiting process is the offensive line, the offensive line needs to be fixed. Um, it's it's a major issue right now, um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, let's talk a little bit of big picture with tech football. Um, this week, um, Joey McGuire announced that Sonny Cumbie is going to stay on as the offensive coordinator. Um, I'm good with that. I think, you know, the offensive issues this year – are not because of offensive play calling. It is is an offensive line issue. And if you can fix the offensive line, um, this is going to be a very um, good offense. You've got some good quarterbacks. I think, you know, obviously Donovan Smith is good. I think Baron Morton is also a pretty strong quarterback as well, or potentially will be. Um, But, you know, you've got to fix the offensive line. You can have the best quarterback in there but if you don't have a good offensive line you're not your offense isn't going to move so hopefully that'll be fixed uh you know I suspect we'll probably have a new offensive line coach um next year um which probably is is appropriate uh it'll be interesting to see uh who are the other parts of the staff are going to be um you know, there's a lot of people that think maybe Monday or, or certainly sometime this week, we may hear who the new defensive coordinator and some of the other staff uh, that's coming in is going to be. Um, the other big picture with Tech is is they are going to a bowl this year, which, you know, honestly, I, I, at the beginning of the season, I said seven and five, and then as the season went on, and you had you know the big laying of an egg against Texas. Which you know, talk about an embarrassing loss for Tech. I mean, based on what University of Texas did the rest of the year, and um, the loss against TCU, which again, <laughs> embarrassing loss based on what TCU did the rest of the year. Um, you know, I wasn't real confident. You know, especially after Wells was fired, that this team would go to a a bowl game. Um, you know, as far as bowl games, uh, what I've the the two I've heard that are probably frequently most mentioned is the Liberty Bowl or the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. I would prefer the Liberty Bowl. Um, you know, you get to play an SEC opponent. I've seen potentially they could play Florida or LSU or Auburn or even Mississippi State. Um, I think that would be a better um, better opponent, better draw uh, for Tech. Um, if You know, if you go to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, uh, you're playing a Big Ten school, but you're most likely playing, you know, Rutgers and Maryland, which... You know, I know they've been in been there for ten years, but they they don't seem like Big Ten schools to me. Um, you know, Big Ten schools are you know Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa, those those teams. So, but I mean, it'll be fun to go to a bowl game. Uh, you know, we haven't really experienced this in four years now, so that that'll be fun. And then, you know, I think you know let's let's get cracking for next year. I think there's a lot of potential for this team next year. Um, to maybe maybe rise a little bit. I think you know we're gonna be young, um, because uh, you know McGuire is definitely more focused on uh, the high school ranks, which I think is a good strategy versus uh, going through the transfer portal route. Um, but you know, if if you can upgrade the offensive line, I think you've got some good pieces at quarterback, and you know at wide receiver, running back, you know defense. Uh, they'll need to you know, certainly get some more players in as well as I think the bulk of your strong defense pl- defensive players are uh, seniors and are super seniors with the COVID year. So um, I do want to address again, and I'll probably sound like a broken record, but I don't really care. It's my podcast. Um, there's another podcast that I listen to and I follow them on Twitter and I'm not going to mention them because they don't give me advertisement. Now, if they give me advertisement, I'll mention them. But you know, Thursday night after the egg bowl was over and, and Mississippi State lost, um, they decided to go off on Twitter about leach and how terrible leach is, and Leach did this, that or the other. And I don't get that, okay and and yeah i've I've made it very clear on this podcast that I like Mike Leach. I do think he was done wrong by um, the tech administration. And I will stand by that for forever, quite frankly. Um, I don't think he was done right. Having said that, um, the idiot administrators that were there are no longer at Tech. Um, we've, we have a new president, new chancellor, new athletic director. But it doesn't negate the fact that Leach was, was done wrong by Texas Tech. And he, was, he had every right to sue them um, after everything that went down. Uh, but, you know, this this uh, other podcast, you know, wanted to talk about, well, Leach just badmouths the university. Well, he lost his job. He was – he was lost his job in a nefarious means by the administration. I get that. And and I'm passionate about that because my dad was a coach. And I don't want to go into a lot of details, but, you know, my dad had – you know, there, he was not treated the best – by administrations either, um, and so I'm I I I I there's a little bit of personal with it with me, um, you know. But this, so that's my number one with that is Texas Tech didn't do right by Mike Leach, and there was there was outright lies, there was outright nefarious means to get rid of him and not to pay him what he's owed. Um, that's number one. Number two, and this is a common refrain. Um, with the people that, that don't like Leach, um, that that are Tech fans, is you know they they like to say, well, he just really wasn't that good at Tech, and you know we we didn't win championships, we didn't do this that or the other. Tech hasn't won an ch- uh, outright championship since the seventies, the last I checked. Um, so <laughs> winning a Big Twelve championship, winning a conference championship at Tech, isn't doesn't happen. I think Joey McGuire can do it, especially in the new Big 12, but it hasn't happened in almost 50 years, over 50 years. And so this idea of well, Leach was terrible because he didn't win a conference championship. That's bunk. Um, you know the fact was Leach made Texas Tech relevant, you know, and that's beyond the records and arguing about the records, all that sort of stuff. He made Texas Tech relevant in football. You tune into ESPN, they're talking about Texas Tech football when Leach was there. They were on national television multiple times. College game day came here, and that was because of the football team Leach put together. Um, and so I, it, it still baffles me why there's a chunk of Texas Tech fans that. Okay, I'm sorry, we're back. Uh, we had a little bit of a, someone called me on my phone. And a little bit behind the scenes of the Chris Carpenter show. This is recorded on my phone. Um, Maybe if you tell people and your friends to listen, at some point I could, you know, spend some money on some quality microphones, things like that. Just giving you a hint there. So I want to. I'll talk a little bit more about Mike Leach, um, and and I'll be done. Um, But anyway, you know, the point I was trying to make is it baffles me that there is a chunk of Texas Tech fans that. They want to forget that the leech years happened, or they want to go back and say, "Well, the leech years were just terrible." Um, I get Mike Leach. Mike Leach's personality, for some people, uh, grates them. I guess I don't. I, I get uh, that's part of my, the explanation I have. Um, but you know, fact is, Tech football was pretty strong under Leach. And I, I think we've we've done ourselves a disservice as a football program that we want to just pretend it never happened, it didn't exist. So I and and and, and I want to clarify a couple more things that you know, just response that people I've heard people say about people that support Leach. Um, number one, I'm not calling for Leach to come back to Tech. i, I I've been, I was on record when the coaching search started that if he came back, that would be great. But I'm also realistic um, that that doesn't necessarily always work out when you have a coach come back for a second act at a football program. So ultimately, I want Coach McGuire to succeed, but I also want to ultimately get to a point where we can have some sort of reconciliation with Mike Leach. And certainly, you know, I think Tech fans need to – appreciate what Leach did at Tech because he did do a lot at Tech. Um, and I think it needs to be appreciated. Let's talk a little bit about NFL football. Uh, the Cowboys laid a big giant egg on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, they they lost to an inferior team, quite frankly. Um, but, you know, that's what the Cowboys do. Um, you know, yes, I, the officiating wasn't good, but – Good teams can work past bad officiating, and the Cowboys didn't. And, you know, they lost a game that I think they're going to want to have back um, come playoff time. And, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to make the playoffs by default because the NFC East is so terrible. Um, I mean, do you honestly think the Giants are going to beat them? They get to play the Redskins twice. They're going to beat the Redskins both times. Uh, the Eagles may give them a challenge because it's going to be in Philly and it's the last game, and who knows, the fans may riot there like they do all the time in Philly. But they'll get in the playoffs. Um, I think now it's about seeding, and I think uh, I think getting the number one seed is certainly out the window. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. I'd like to at least see them win a couple of games, and maybe. Uh, if they can get back to the NFC Championship game, they haven't done that in over twenty-five years. Would be would be a nice uh, development, you know. So, uh, pretty disappointing. Uh, pretty disappointing. Really, the NFL games were drek on us on uh, Thursday. The Cowboys game was pretty good, um, just as if you were a you know neutral observer. Uh, the Lions game, I mean, poor Lions and Bears. I wish they'd figure it out. And by the way, I'm not one that wants to t- get uh, take the Thanksgiving game away from the Lions. I think that's terrible. I I'm perfectly fine with the Lions having the having a Thanksgiving game, um, but it was just a, it was a rough game to watch. Um, and then the Bill Saints. That was ugh, uh, the Saints are <laughs> the Saints have issues. Um, so, and then you know Mississippi State uh, wasn't able to pull it out against uh, Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. So, but uh, you know, football—it's fun to watch football, though. On Thanksgiving, you know, it's it's a good, it's a good, lovely little, uh, you know, post dinner, thing, you know for after after Thanksgiving. So, let's talk a little bit about basketball. Uh, Tech basketball won again today. They blew out Lamar, um, which they expected to do. Um, now the real tests are going to come uh, in the month of December. They're going to play. Providence and Tennessee back-to-back and then in a few weeks they're going to play um, Gonzaga those are all going to be I think solid tests for this team Um, I still think this is a good team Um, they've got some great playmakers I think they have more scorers than they've had in the past several years Um, you know it's just it's just putting it all together and I think it's certainly now time for them to um, play a little bit steeper competition going into it so it'll be interesting to see I think certainly going up to Providence is going to be a pretty steep challenge and and definitely um playing uh Tennessee and then certainly Gonzaga in a few weeks will be as well but you know this is going to be a fun team to watch and I think they're going I think they're going to uh, do some damage once conference play starts so um as far as any other sports, I think that's really the big sports news. Um, college football, I want I want Cincinnati to make the playoff, so I want absolute chaos. I'm, I'm currently watching the Auburn, Alabama game War Eagle. Um, and I want Auburn to win and then I want Alabama to turn around and then lose to uh, win, beat Georgia next week. Um, or whatever is going to be the best um, opportunity for chaos to be created, and for Cincinnati to make it into the um, playoff. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Um, let's see what happens. I am rooting for Oklahoma tonight because – and and that's difficult for me to do, but Oklahoma State's punter decided to uh, call Lubbock um, a poop hole. I won't say the actual word because I do have uh, people that are listen to my podcast that would be offended. But he decided to call um, Lubbock that. And so Oklahoma State, you need to be losing for that. So Boomer Sooner. That will be one of the very few times you will ever hear me say that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Star Trek Discovery this week. Um, Discovery uh, had episode two. Um, Decent episode overall. Um, You know, we're starting some movement on the whole anomaly storyline. I will say again discovery for me and this season is really kind of hit at home it's probably the weakest of the new star Treks in my opinion um there's just not a lot of compelling to me especially when for the third straight season we have some sort of galaxy-wide phenomenon that discovery is going to have to swoop in and save the day um having said that uh there are some great characters there's some great little easter eggs um you know it's it is what it is but um, I thought this episode was decent this week um, you know we'll see if it can we'll see how it continues but um you know the anomaly thing it's to me it's the same exact same as the burn last season and then the whole red stars two seasons ago i I just think we need new material besides what they're doing so here's my rant about the center seat um, documentary on history so. When I first heard about it, I was excited because it's it's the same people that did the, uh, the toys that made us and the movies that made us on Netflix, and I really enjoy those documentaries. And I've seen the first two episodes of The Center Seat, and they're great. Um, the first one wasn't really at that groundbreaking because it's about the original series, and we've told the story of the original series over and over again quite a bit through the years. Episode two, I really, really loved because it got into uh, the animated series. And they spent an entire episode on Star Trek, the animated series. And very entertaining. A lot of great information. Here's where my rant and my beef starts. So episode three, supposedly, you know, two comes after three. I learned that on Sesame Street. Well, they played episode four on history on two Fridays ago. They've skipped episode three. I don't know if they're ever going to play episode three. And then, you know, they're doing the game of, well, you got to get the rest of the episodes on the history vault, which they, you know, so it's another like expense because it's a streaming service. And that's fine. I mean, I can do like a free subscription and I'm good with that. But I went and I, I went and like scouted out the vault and the vault starts at episode six. So, episode three, nowhere to be found. I have episode four on uh, recorded on my Hulu. Episode five, I have no idea where that's at either. And so, you know, get it together. That's what I want to say. If you want to put it all on the vault and make us pay for it, then put it all on the vault. But why are we going from episode two to episode four? It's just it's frustrating. So... My my plan at this point is I'm going to wait for all 10 episodes to drop because there's also an accompanying podcast and then I'm going to do the free free uh trial subscription deal and then go from there. So that's the tentative plan. But it's disappointing because you know the first two episodes I I really thought were strong. I'm looking forward to the ni- uh the episodes when they get into the deep space 9 the Voyager uh episodes. Um, that are coming in um, later on, I think they're going to be pretty strong. But, you know, history, get it together. That's what i got to say. So let's end a little bit on some wrestling. Um, Probably the big story this week was the AEW Dynamite with the MJF and CM Punk and their promo. I'll I'll be honest with you. I did not watch it. Um, I really have not watched a lot of wrestling uh, the last about a month or so. And a lot of it's just, it's not been compelling. Uh, Also, it's, there's other stuff that I'd rather watch usually games um, you know survivor series to me that nothing really came out of it it was a you know it was basically I guess a money grab um, and it looks like that it's breaking news everybody it looks like that Auburn stopped Alabama on fourth down they're probably gonna measure it let's hope this is not big 12 officials because they will mess that up but anyway I'll, I'll give you an update once I – it looks like we're about to measure. Uh, but I'll give you an update once we see who got it. Um, back to what I was saying. To me, Survivor Series was just filler. Um, not a lot came out of it. Um, I guess the biggest news was Monday with the uh, Seth Rollins getting attacked by uh, the fan, which, you know, don't be a dopey fan and attack wrestlers. If you do that, wrestlers have every right to beat you, um, and I'm good with that. So all right. We'll do a play by play. We got the measuring, we got the chains. And Auburn stopped them. Turnover on downs. Turnover on downs. Two minutes to go. Come on, War Eagle. So anyway, back to back to the uh my wrestling, what I was talking about wrestling. So um yeah, I guess that was the big big news coming out. Um I did watch some of the clips of the MJF CM Punk um, promo. It was entertaining um, overall. I like MJF. He's a really good heel um, overall. So I've been impressed with him. Uh, Let's end with a movie review, and then I'll do the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So um, I did go see the new movie King Richard uh, during Thanksgiving break and really impressed by it. Um, I did not know what to expect. Um, From it, I I know a little bit about Venus Williams um, and Serena, but really strong movie and uh, really impressed by Will Smith, Um, his portrayal of uh, their father, thought he did a pretty good job. So uh, definitely earns a recommend from me. Um, So if you have not seen it, King Richard, pretty good movie. And uh, breaking news, I'm watching the Alabama-Auburn game continuing. And Nick Saban, I guess, is gripey gripey like a little baby about something with the refs. Let's see if the refs fold and, and give it to them. It's in it's in Auburn, so they better not do that. So anyway, uh, but overall, yeah, King Richard, really strong movie. Um, the new Ghostbusters, really strong movie. So you've got some good movies if you're looking to go to the theaters to go see. Those are two pretty good movies to see. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we will be back, and I will give you the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. Alright, it is now time for the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And today's tip is be prepared for any weather phenomena. And the reason I, I tell you that is because um, so I I drove back back home today uh, for my Thanksgiving um, holiday. And it was a little foggy, a little rainy today. And imagine my frustration when there's countless cars, and it was pretty foggy. I mean, we had a real foggy, you know, in the area I was driving through this morning. And imagine my frustration when I keep passing by multiple cars that don't even bother, they don't have any lights on. They don't even, not only do they not have their low beams on, but they don't have their normal headlights on. So, we're we're coming into a season. Um, probably most everybody in in the country that listens, Florida. I guess maybe the exception. They I don't think they ever get snow there. But um, you know we're coming into a season where you might have some extreme weather phenomena, whether it be snow, whether it be ice or fog. Be prepared, and don't act like a bozo on the road. Okay. Um, so that is this week's Chris Carpenter tip of the week i will see y'all next week uh next weekend's gonna be championship saturday for college football and we're gonna be in december and we'll be getting ready to enter well we are entering we are in the christmas season so it'll be fun well, i'm gonna hopefully do a little bit of some fun stuff with you um for the christmas season but anyway i hope everybody has a great uh week and i will see you next week on the chris carpenter show